Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 bet on the NBA playoffs and get $150 in bonus bets instantly if you win. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NF NF the NBA. I don't I get all of my my sports mixed up they're all the same it's right? baseball or it's nothing <laughs> it's for me right. but hey welcome to the show i am Susie hunter joined here by christian sayas how's it going so happy to have another susan sayas show yes yes it's been a while it's been good we also if you're watching us on youtube you'll see we went uh complete opposite outfits yeah I tried Concept. to match. I, I tried to match the vibes outside. You, you know? matched the weather. The weather, yes. It was neutral colors today, mm -hmm. and you did the opposite. I go opposite. If it's dark out, I'm like, I need to be extra bright. That seems so much more thoughtful than than my style today. So I, I appreciate that. But you know what? You also matched the weather in Seattle, where the Rockies are about to play yep. in just a couple of hours and all weekend. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that series. Not too much, though, because we have we have so much Rockies news, even though the Rockies did not even play yesterday. Uh, isn't that always how it is? You know, the games, yeah. the days that they don't play are the days that they just stack all the news. They're like, all right, we're going to just send all this stuff out today. Yeah, no, everything's happening. The Rockies are just like trending more than they've trended all season. Yeah, they might they have are. peaked right now. But yeah, the first piece of news that I think is really exciting we talked about this a little, Patrick and I talked about this a little on Wednesday, but teams have started to extend their beer sales. Mm -hmm. The Rockies have now extended their beer sales to the through eighth the eighth inning. Yeah, it's good. I, You know, I love it. There's so much debate on this, and I've seen a lot of back and forth. Um, a Phillies player actually posted, maybe posted, did they do an interview? I saw it in a meme. No, um, a Phillies player posted about how, you know, beer sales are cut off at a certain time. Because people need to sober up. Yes, people need to, you know, figure out how they're going to make it home. So he's like, well, this is just making this more of a problem. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I think a couple of, couple of people in the office were talking about it like this. Like, is that like half hour, hour really going to sober you up if you've been drinking the whole game? No, it's and not. Not, not enough. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they the teams usually do a good job of promoting, hey, make sure you're being safe about it regardless. Yeah. We've got options and, and support for you if you need to get home. Uh, it, you know, with taxis, Ubers, whatever mm -hmm. you need, we'll get you home. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's, I, I think for, for the teams, it just comes down to money. It's as simple as that. It's pretty black and white. It's money. Yeah. Yeah. It's and pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. They're assessing the situation. Uh, I mean, yeah. Also like just because games have been so fast, like that seventh inning stretch really stinks up on you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I haven't, I know we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Like mm -hmm. I still haven't gotten to, to go out to a live game yet. And um, I'm this so year. sorry. I'm, I'm so bummed about it. It just has not worked out with my schedule. I'm going too soon. It's going to happen. I just haven't been out yet, but um, I haven't really gotten to experience that in person, how fast it goes. But everyone who I've talked to who's been to games, especially when you're at the stadium, mm -hmm. points on how much how much faster it is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I know um, a bunch of, um, you know, the DNVR crew, they were at a game. I think they were at the Tuesday night game. They were, first of all, they were hammered too. So they were just yes. like tweeting like crazy. Eighth inning, seventh inning, sixth inning, doesn't matter. It was. Oh my gosh. No, they were just the like, they were a ride. They were gone from this earth. Is yes. that what you said? Gone from gone. the start. Yeah. They were gone. It looks like, it looked like Marissa had a fun time on opening day. Though. She did. She did have a good time. You know, she was balancing work in there as well, you know, yeah. as, as you have to, but uh, I think it was a lot more fun being had than work, at least from my perspective uh, on, on Twitter. Well, like, I mean, I always have fun covering games, but I'm like, no, no, no. Like the DNVR crew who is just here for fun. They are having much more 
fun than yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to balance that. I'm sure, you know, when you see all your friends having fun and then you've got to work and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, how, how much fun do I have today? I know. It's a, it's a fine line to walk. I was like, I was just like watching them drink their beers. I was like, could I have a beer? I'm like, you can't have a beer. You were going into the press box yes. in like five minutes. That, <laughs> see, that's that's another thing is like when you work at games, I press box food, it was always my like that was my kryptonite like i was like okay i'm gonna be healthy i'm gonna eat really well and then when i was working with the spokane indians where mm-hmm. minor league food is not the same as professional major league food you'd get just like hot dog a bunch of just like garbage yeah. food hot dogs burgers chips fries and every single game it was like all right i'm gonna be healthy i swear this time i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna work and i'm gonna be focused <laughs> and then i get there and i just be like three hot dogs in just like oh keep them gosh. coming keep them coming i like i can't eat hot dogs because i think they're disgusting and honestly like way too sexual to be eating in, in public or at work like just yeah, like too yeah, inappropriate i yeah. just they don't have my blessing <laughs> I'm, a woman of, I'm a woman of god so like i'm just not eating a hot dog like that <laughs> but um i like i always bring a lunchbox to the park you do okay so i you... do because i need to eat and i also i need to stress eat when things are going wrong mm-hmm. Um, uh, so just not having food is not an option for me. Yeah. I, I'm always curious how, you know, media is different cause different people, some people love the press box food and mm-hmm. they get really involved and it's just a part of their meal, but some people don't. Yeah. I know people that brought their own meals. Yeah. Cause you know, I also just don't always like everything they've got going on in the press yeah. box for yeah. food. Sometimes yeah. it's just not for me. No. Um, uh, all right. We are so this uh, record timing off the rails. Um, breaking Rockies news. This is like the huge news. So we were talking about, um dinger he was attacked at a game on monday night he was tackled yeah. by a man who is described as drunk it's one of the largest uh manhunts i've seen in the city of denver yes i wanted the cops to roll up at this dude's house the fact that and they catch didn't him. catch him the yeah. fact that they didn't catch him first of all at the game and then this you see this tweet yeah this from the denver police department saying hey we, we, we're offering a reward to yeah. catch this guy because we didn't we haven't caught him yet they, so they figured out who it is after you know they posted this they offered a two thousand dollar reward for those anonymous tips and they of course they had a picture of the guy too clear as day that's got to be from you know that the ca- that's got to be from the cameras at Coors Field you can, know can you imagine being this guy who just was like obviously probably a little intoxicated mm-hmm. or a lot and did this stupid thing and then you you show up, you, you're looking at your phone the next day and you see your face just flying around Twitter and social media, Facebook, I'm sure. And and just like, what's going through your head at that point? Like, oh my gosh, like, just, I'm a wanted fugitive. Yeah, so well, thankfully, um, because of those tips, uh, the police were able to identify the suspect. His name is Kenneth Sonley. He was born in 1978. He is too old to be acting like this. Mm-mm, yeah. Too old to be acting like this. Not okay. But um, he turned himself in. The police, I believe it sounds... From the the Twitter thread that Denver police posted, they called him up. Mm. We're like, hey, do we need to roll you? up to your house and get you, or are you going to come to us? So that, he, turned, one of those, yeah. he turned himself in. So this is great news. I still, I mean, up until like before I realized the police were looking for him, I really was under the assumption that he was arrested at the park. Yeah. I, I mean, you see it now, especially like you watch the NBA games and you see players who are getting heckled by a mm-hmm. fan and they'll literally have the fan removed right then and there. I mean, it's like, instant mm-hmm. the security's there they wrap them up and take them out and so i figured when i saw that video i didn't even think twice like, oh didn't he was even gone. think twice i was like yeah that's instant he was on the, the dugout like yeah yeah i mean you think of how quickly you're out of there if you even step foot on a field so yeah i was amazed that when we found out it was like a little plot twist that plot he had twist. not been captured yeah i definitely hope uh the 
I hope Dinger is doing okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm happy that justice will be served. Is it in the pro it's in the process of being served? Yeah. I wanted this whole SWAT team to roll up on his house, though. <laughs> I just I wanted them to take him away really dramatically. Yes. And can Dinger's like safari guide, you know, the person who like walks around with Dinger and like mm -hmm. helps it could could he have or he or she have been with the SWAT team when they raided just to get that like vengeance, you know? <laughs> like yes. that would have been amazing. I want to see that kind of justice. Yes, yes. Um I uh, okay, we've got so many people commenting on, in here also. Um yeah, I do want the rocks to start trending for all the right reasons. That is the right reason. What's it your, was. It was what, trending. What is your impression of the Rocky season so far? Uh, you know, I mean, it could be worse. I guess let's let's <laughs> yeah, start with that. It could be worse. It could always be worse. Could be better. Um, they 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 had a good start. They not maybe not the Rays kind of start. When you but, say good start, do you mean like the first two games? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. We had a good start. I mean, they're five and eight, right? I mean, it's like, you know, we're still very, very early in the season. Did the Rays win uh, today? I, I don't know. I actually haven't checked. I have not checked. Um, that, the Rays, no one is like the Rays. That's an incredible, incredible storyline within itself. But the Rocky season, um, you know, I mean, it's going as expected for me at, at this point. I, I don't really see any signs to panic more than we already were in the off season in the yeah. sense of like the, but, but I do think there are promising signs as well. They've mm -hmm. had some players that are playing well. Um, some of these errors, they really got to get in control, get under control. Yeah. Um, Crone within a big error, um, in, in the last game against St. Louis that, that led to some, some scoring opportunities. And, mm -hmm. you know, so some of those things, those are early season, hopefully you would, you would assume early season mistakes that can kind of get swept up and, um, figured out as the season progresses. But yeah. Um, update on what's going on with the Rays. That that game just started. It's the first inning right now. Okay. And are they winning? They're down one nothing, uh, but it's like it's the first inning. Yeah, I saw their uh, viewership was up there. Their um, whoever runs their broadcasting posted a tweet saying their mm -hmm. viewership was up like 126 percent this season. I mean, it's insane. You, you know what? They need it because that no one goes to those games. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. And they have an amazing broadcaster, Dan Schulman. You know, he's one of the best mm -hmm. in the business. Um, used to do Monday night baseball. So, um, yeah, it's that uh, the Rays are something special. They've got a lot of good things going on over there. The thing that I loved, this is, we're making it about Taylor Swift right now. Yes. So the Always. Rays as of yes, well, as of right now, but since yesterday, they've been 13 and zero. and you know who showed up in town yesterday for her world tour? I would assume Taylor Swift and that's her lucky number. So I loved that. Um, they, that's how they welcomed her. Such a nice little Swifty connection. You made you know there. What? That's good. A beautiful, a, a beautiful connection, especially cause I think the day she arrived, you know, the mayor of Tampa gave her the key to the city. Oh really? So wow. literally everyone has rolled out the red carpet for Taylor Swift, including wow. the Rays by winning 13 games. Just for row. her. I think that's, just that's for her. And now it's downhill from there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rays are just gonna crash and burn. They hit the thirteen and zero mark. They're done. No, they're they're a fun team to watch. Um, if you enjoy just watching baseball, that's a that's a very fun team to just turn on and uh, and have in the background. Yes, it's the Taylor Swift Rays now, not the Tampa Bay Rays. The, nice, that's good. I like it. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, let's um uh, let's shout out where we are right now at the DNVR bar yeah. at the corner of Colfax and York. Of course, we're in Studio B. We're a little farther away from the bar right now. But you know we're going to yeah. be facking it up after the game. And we're diehards, so we get that diehard discount. You are getting 15% off of your entire tab at the DNVR bar if you are a diehard. And you're getting 20% off of everything at dnvrlocker.com. 20% off of our tailgates and our party buses. We've got a Rockies one coming up that's going to be incredible. And if you don't buy tickets, I will literally kill you. Um, 
Can I say that? I it know. says it in the notes. So, it says yeah. it in the notes. It's that's in the ad copy. Yep. So mm -hmm. it has to be true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you got to check us out. You got to come down to the bar. Uh, also, we have so many playoff watch parties coming <laughs> yeah. up. This is a crazy time in between, Denver sports right now. Yeah, between Nuggets and Avs. Like, you don't want to miss out on that. Mm -hmm. This is the place to be. We are probably the most lit sports bar when it comes to playoff. A hundred percent. I am. I, I've, I've like been waiting all year for these moments. Yeah. Especially after the Stanley Cup run last year. I mean, that was like okay, memories I will again. never, yeah. never forget. And yeah, let's roll it back. I love that. Yeah, let's roll it back, fam. Let's roll it back. Um, But listen, if you are not a diehard already, go to the dnvr.com. You're going to get a free t-shirt. It's what's better than that. What's better than a free t-shirt? Nothing. I mean, you see how much, how crazy people get when they like throw the t-shirts out in the, in the, the, the stands. Oh my gosh. People go nuts. And you don't even have to make a diving catch to get a free t-shirt. Nope. Not you do with, not. not. Don't have to fight with your neighbor. You do not have to fight with your neighbor. Um, uh, you know, what's even more entertaining than watching someone try to catch a t-shirt out of a cannon at a game. No, what? You know, you can just like watch all these games on Fubo TV, which are also super entertaining, and you're not gonna pull a hammy. No. Um, but yeah, we're so excited to to tell you about Fubo TV. Um, you listen, they've got 140 and growing more live channels. They've got sports shows, movies. You can stream live TV from any device. So like, I love doing that because I'm always on the go. But you can watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. And there's a seven-day free trial, too. So no contract. You don't have to deal with cable companies. No hassles. You can sign up and start watching 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included with no extra charge. Um, uh, and, yeah, like we said, the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. You can watch your local, local teams while traveling. You can watch the Nugs and the Avs and all that on Fubo TV. There's a link in the description to sign up, and that link will get you 15% off. Mm, good you know, deals. You know who else is getting 15% off? If you use that DNVR code at pinsandaces.com, you are getting 15% off your first order. Pins and Aces, they are the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We love our Pins and Aces stuff. Patrick and I are getting Pins and Aces gear really soon, actually, which I'm really excited about because they're... That's cool. They have some amazing polos. Like, their women's golf stuff is incredible. And I saw something on there about a built-in sunglasses holder. Wow. And for me, the girl who loses her sunglasses. Yes. As you know. And and you, ha you, you love different holders. You bring all these different beer holders to <laughs> tailgates. <laughs> like, you have purses. Like... You anything I have that so can many bags. make your life more efficient, you're all about it. Well, also like women's clothes never come with pockets, so like any extra pocket or holder yeah. for That's my true. my items is going to save me a pair of sunglasses, probably. Yeah, you you think someone would have figured that out by now, but no. No, it's because the fashion industry hates women, but not <laughs> pins and aces. They are a family-owned golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado, but their reach is national. They have got amazing polos, hats, golf bags. They have a beer sleeve that's going to keep all of your beers warm, and you can put it right in your bag. Uh, they have the, uh, the stick. The stick, the stick, the liquor stick. Oh, it's okay. like a. It looks yeah. like it could be your club, one of your clubs. Yep. But it, it shoots liquor out of it, so you can take in your little impressive. shots to go with you. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So you can check all of this out at pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR and get fifteen percent off of your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com.
Okay. So after this first series, this first series, first series, first couple of series, mm-hmm. first homestand, we've got a couple of weeks of games in. You know, there's so many guys that I think about down at AAA who I'm like, ah, oh, you know, damn it, I wish they were, I wish they were up here. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's something you start to see as the season progresses. You know, you start to see some guys struggling a little bit, and other guys doing really well in mm-hmm. um, in AAA. And um, the Rockies, they're going to be a team that I think has a lot of cycling going on because yes. you don't. I mean, besides your your key guys, your key guys in the lineup, there are some positions that I don't think are really locked down yet. No, um, definitely not. Definitely not. And of course, you know, we, um, we're keeping an eye on the pitching situation. If, uh, Marquez is out longer than we expect, mm-hmm. they've got that off day. So, you know, we probably could just do the four man rotation. I am not, sh- you know, just for this week, Yeah. but I am not sure. Yeah. Either long run or Bud Black might change his mind. Yeah. And he said that on uh, Wednesday morning to us, you know, they're still keeping all the options open. Not sure yet, but, um, uh, yeah, pitching for the most part down in Albuquerque has been pretty good, except for Thursday night. Did you see the score of the Topes game last night? Yeah, wasn't it like thirteen to something? <laughs> no, 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 so much worse. Oh no, uh, nineteen to six. Nineteen to yes. six. Oh my god. They're playing the El Paso Chihuahuas, the uh, Padres AAA team, but they've got a, a weapon down there right now. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, they have Fernando Tatis Jr. down there doing a rehab assignment. Which, okay. I hate that dudes who are still finishing up a PED suspension are out there doing just rehab assignments. Crushing guys. And also crushing. Just crushing it. Crushing balls. Four home runs homers. in a game. And yeah. Ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Uh, but you know what? I did talk to um, Isotopes broadcaster Josh Sushan earlier today. Um, so I got all the latest that is happening down there. But Alyssa, are we ready to roll that? All right. So here's uh, Josh Sushan. Enjoy.
the what it is going on with the isotopes, but also you are playing an opponent with a very high profile rehab assignment. Yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. I think some people have heard of him. Definitely people in El Paso have heard of him. There is a lot of jerseys. There is a lot of kids that have his same hair, whether they just created it or whether it's a wig or whether they've always had it. It's been pretty electrifying, especially last night. Three home runs in the game. You know, it's I, I've seen a lot of rehab assignments in my time. There's been a lot of high profile rehab assignments. It's not very often that someone is there and you get to see them bat six times because normally they depart after three, four, five, six innings. But he played all nine innings. He got six at bats. He hit three home runs. He drove in eight RBIs. It was a pretty electrifying night, notwithstanding why he's actually there. Yeah, um, I think it's so interesting. I know a lot of chatter online is, um, why is he allowed to do a rehab assignment if he's still under his PED suspension? The PED suspension is for major league games that you have to miss. And I don't remember exactly when this was negotiated by the Players Union, but certainly it's been around since at least 2009 because I vividly recall Manny Ramirez having an extremely uh, well-known rehab assignment with the Albuquerque Isotopes. I was in Los Angeles at the time, so I saw that one kind of from afar. So, yeah, I mean, they're allowed because, I mean, let's face it, you have to be fair. They need time to, to get their swings in, to get their endurance in order to get their timing or else it's you're waiting for an injury to happen. So, mm. I, you know, again, this has been decided that you can play some, I think it's a maximum of 15 minor league rehab games you can play. Oh, interesting. You know what? Thank you for explaining the rule. And of course, you know the rule. You know everything that's going on. Um, how are our isotopes doing down there? It sounds like there's a lot of injuries right now. Yeah, so I think the story of the season so far is that they're winning and they're winning despite a bunch of injuries. Now, first week of the season, Cole Tucker got hurt and also Jamison Hanna got hurt. And then second week of the season, Brenton Doyle was trying to make an amazing catch. He leaped against the wall and left center, banged his knee against the wall. Originally, we were hoping that he would just miss a couple of games. Then he got placed on the injured list. And then just a couple of days ago, right before first pitch, Aaron Schunk got scratched. And I remember thinking at the time, did he get scratched because he's going up due to the, you know, due to Montero's injury? So it turned out, no, he got scratched because he was hurt. He hurt his hip. He goes on the injured list. Instead, the next day, Nolan Jones gets called up. So we've had four guys who are supposed to be prominent guys in our lineup who are currently on the injured list, plus Nolan Jones gets called up to the big leagues. Yet we're winning. We have a winning record. Let's not talk about last night too much, but we have a winning record so far. <laughs> yeah, what is the Isotopes record right now? Two games above 500. So it's a winning record. The team is finding ways to win. There's times that the offense is getting it done. There's times the defense is getting it done. I know that Coco Montez is a huge friend of the pod, and Coco's off to a great start. Hunter Stovall is playing extremely well as well. It's a guy who's not really on prospect list, but second base, left field, making the plays, getting on base. The pitching, so we've had two games in which the pitching was dreadful. Well, maybe three games. Otherwise, the pitching's been really good. So the overall numbers don't look good, but more times than not, the pitching has been, has been quite stellar. Well, the pitching numbers never look good in the Pacific Coast League because that is the toughest league for pitchers. So you can't just go by the numbers. You always need context for it, right? Yes, you need context. And really, I mean, that's the other problem is that it's an average, right? It's an earned run <laughs> average. It's an opponent's batting average. And especially early in the season, three bad outings for an entire staff makes things look really bad. 
But trust me when I say that there have been some really good individual performances. Carl Kaufman looked really good the other night. Noah Davis seems to have these outings where one bad inning, but the rest of the time it's good. So depending on if you're, you know, glass half full, glass, you know, not so full with Noah Davis, uh, Blair Calvo has looked really good out of the bullpen. Um, Josh Rogers has looked extremely good as a long reliever out of the bullpen. I'm wondering if he might go to the rotation or whether they keep him in a role kind of like Ty Block. Rogers has been really fun to watch pitch. That's amazing. Yeah, I know we're definitely paying a lot more attention to Albuquerque starters right now because, you know, we have Herman Marquez up here on the IL for hopefully just a little bit. But we've been we've been keeping an eye on the pitching down there on those on those starters, especially. So what, what, what's the story, Susie? Who, who are you going to take from us? What, like, who do I know that I can eliminate from my notes? Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know anything, but I, uh, I don't know, maybe Kaufman, but then you'd have to add him to the 40 man. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's some good choices though. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I've read because I'm a, a studious follow of all of the of the Denver media that there's an off day and so you can push back you know you've mm -hmm. got some options in the bullpen with some guys who can go multiple innings where you could kind of do a bullpen outing like that as well um, you know I, I think that anytime that there is an injury like that I mean look if you're a triple-a you know that you're always one phone call away that you might always get called up at any moment's notice but certainly a time like this if you're a starting pitcher for the isotopes, you should know, hey, I need to make a really good final statement that I should be the guy who gets called up. Yeah, definitely. All right, speaking of guys getting called up, I know I'd taken some notes before I chatted with you, and it was like, oh, why aren't Nolan Jones and Michael Tolia up with the Rockies right now? And, of course, Nolan Jones, he is now up with the Rockies for now. But Michael Tolia, he's had some bombs so far this season. What do you like that you've seen from him? When he makes contact, really good things happen, and he hits the ball a long way, I and mean, he can hit it to all fields, and he can hit from both sides of the plate. But just like has been the story for Tolia's entire career, for the most part, he's still striking out a lot, and if it's not an extra base hit, I think he only has one single right now. So the highlights have looked really good. The swings have looked really good. But I think you're probably looking for a little bit more consistency with Tolia, just in terms of just the quantity of, of, of contact and loud contact and um, you know, he's a guy who's so good defensively and he's a guy where it's like must view TV when he's in the batter's box. You don't want to be going to the bathroom and getting something to eat when he's at the plate because you just never know what he can do. And so his time will come. I like that he's at Albuquerque. I think that he's a guy who needs to play every day. He needs to just continue to get consistent at bats, consistent playing time, both at first base and in the outfield. And I'm thrilled for Nolan Jones because he got singles and doubles and home runs and walks. And he threw a guy out from left field with a throw on the fly. He can play first and third and left and right. He's just a, just a fun guy to have around the team. You know, he keeps it light. He's always in a good mood, smile on his face. And I hope he gets a chance to play and show what he can do up there in Denver. Yeah, no, I know buddy said too, it was really big to see that strikeout rate go down. He's going to be fun. He's going to be fun. And of course he's a, he's a Philly guy like me. So of course, I'm always partial to the Philly people. Um, one more very important question for you, Josh. Has there been a Vanessa Hudgens sighting at any of these games? Well, let's see. Um, Cole is currently, as far as I know, in Arizona at Extended Spring. And I know that last weekend she might have been in Albuquerque. I know that there was plans. Put it this way. 
I'm just trying to leave them alone and just let them be a, a happy couple who are together and engaged. And I got enough going on in my life. I can't keep up with all of that, Susie. <laughs> you have enough going on. You can't keep track of what Vanessa and Cole are doing for me. Got it. Understood, Sorry. Josh. <laughs> You're just going to have to deal with it. I'm happy to give you updates about what's happening between the lines, but uh, that, that's the extent of my knowledge. Um, Josh, but it is possible that she was in Albuquerque last weekend because I know that was the plan. Interesting. Well, when you see her, just tell her I said, hey, of course. Uh, but Josh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Where can we follow you? Where can we follow all of your all of your content? All of the content. Well, let's see. All the Isotopes games are online. They're on the Sports Animal Radio Station in Albuquerque. That can be streamed. You can go to MILB to listen to all the games for free if you want to pay for the service to watch the games streaming them. You can go to MILB TV to do that. Social media at Josh underscore Sushan. Common spelling for Sushan. And if you are a would-be aspiring journalist, quick plug, I'm now doing a podcast for San Diego State's journalism and media studies department we offer lots of great advice about how to get into the industry and how to succeed and it's going really well it's really fun talking not just baseball but talking journalism with a lot of stsu alums i love seeing you branch out you're such a diverse guy and also very sorry for your loss but congratulations on the great men's basketball season y'all had uh josh take care i will talk to you soon thanks for having me on Susie. All right, we have so much to talk about about what Josh had to say, but first we have to talk about FOCO because our friends at FOCO are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. We got the bobbleheads floating all around these studios. We love our FOCO gear. I was wearing a FOCO shirt. I was wearing my Rocky shirt earlier today. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of my favorites. I'm surprised you didn't wear it on the show. You know what? I, I brought the suit because I wanted it to be bright. It wouldn't have been as bright. It wouldn't have been as bright. I love the Rocky shirt. It's one of my faves. I wore it at Pilates. <laughs> Side note, I was at, it was, this was like my first Pilates class that I've taken since the uh, season started. And during the class, the instructor had me like explain the new rules and like the pitch clock and all that. Really? Like during class. Wow. In my Rocky shirt. That's multitasking. It was so on brand. Nice. <clears throat> so on brand. And I had Foco to thank for it too, because <laughs> that Rocky shirt is like absolutely perfect for just like wearing around. I can wear it to a game. I can wear it to work out. It's amazing. But they've got accessories, toys, collectibles, all kinds of novelties and more. And listen, they know that spring and baseball season go hand in hand. They have these like amazing Hawaiian shirts. They have these like straw hats with the Rockies logo on it. They've got polos. They've got bags. They've got everything you need for a game, no matter what the weather is doing out there, because we know it's all over the place here in Colorado. Unfortunately. Yeah. But um yeah foco they have got you know stuff for our teams they're national too so they've got they've got all the teams so if you want to buy a gift for someone too um uh, foco's got our back for colorado sports they have your back too you can get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items use promo code dnvr and you're gonna get 10 percent off and nice. you know what best deal in law has got to be Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. I have to like sing my own yeah. theme song now. Uh, yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, you see we got the absolutely lit Bacchus and Just Shanker amazing sign. sign. It's so amazing. But um, Bacchus and Shanker, all jokes aside, they do amazing work because they are here to help when you get hurt. 
because Baxton Shanker wins for Colorado families. They're helping those who have been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years, and it is totally free until they win money in your case. No upfront fees to speak with someone about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win you money. Backus and Shanker, they've done a lot too. They have won more than a billion dollars for their clients. And they've got locations all over Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. Because Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case. They've got more than 30 lawyers. They have more than 100 staff. That is a huge team there to help you win all kinds of injury cases where you are not at fault. So car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help you if you're injured at work. So call Bacchus and Shanker at Aldazas, 222-2222 and find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. Do, do you think if Dinger... The guy who, a guy or gal who's in the Dinger costume got injured. Do you think they'd be able to help him or her? I mean, yeah, technically, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, injured that's at injured work. Injured at work yeah. and you're not at fault. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Maybe they need, maybe that person needs to give him a call. <laughs> I, I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, like, hopefully Dinger's not on the IL. I'm so upset. Yeah, I really don't know what's going on with like Dinger. Like, Is Dinger okay mentally, physically? Are we all good there? I just... Ugh. Dinger needs a, a day off, all right? Dinger does need it. This break could not have come at a better time. Yes. But yes. listen, um, uh, the Rockies, we don't have a lot of days off because the Rockies are back in town on Monday. Yeah. And you can get those tickets to the game on Game Time, the hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sporting events, concerts, shows, and more. So you can get those, like, you can get some prime seats. You can get... Seats behind home plate for a really good deal. You can get seats in like that good territory for catching foul balls. Mm. Um, you're going to save uh, up to 60% off when you wait closer to first pitch with game time because the biggest last minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. Um, and I know a lot of our friends have been using game time to get those Rockies tickets, especially at the last minute, because everyone I work with is so impulsive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and let's be honest, baseball games are the best to just like 30 minutes before the game. Be like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to a Rockies game tonight. Yeah. And there's Easy. so many of them. Yeah. Why not? Every single day, Why it feels not? like. Went to an abs game last night, actually, and got to watch them. And we got our tickets on game time. It was a solid yes. deal. Right? I love that. Where, where, where were the seats? Uh, we, we had good seats. We were right about center ice um, in the second section. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, yeah, we got them pretty last second, and they were a good deal. At much cheaper than a lot of the other places we had gone to watch hockey games, too. So, yeah, it was a good deal. And Listen, the Avs had a good win. I was going to say, this is good to know now that it's like everyone else's playoff season right now. Yes, yes. All I, of our Denver Very teams. much so. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot harder to get tickets, but uh, you know where to go to get them. Yes. All right. The game. Yeah, the bottom line, if you love DNVR, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets. We have a link in the description, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, we've got a link in the description. Um, and yeah, best way to save. Um, you're going to score the best seats to all of your favorite events. And yeah, check out that link in the description. There we go. Good stuff. Nice. Um, all right, let's talk about what Josh Sushan had to tell us about... I mean, really, the the big event is Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. rehabbing in El Paso. We were talking a little bit about this off air. 
But when you see those superstars come in for rehab assignments, that is a huge deal for minor league towns. It is. And, and you know, I, I was mentioning that to you because I just I, it brought memories to me of when Felix Hernandez was was on the injured list. So he was doing an, in, uh, an actual injury rehab mm-hmm. um, with the Mariners. And this was uh, when he was playing on, I don't, actually don't remember what team it was, but they ended up playing the Spokane Indians yeah. uh, at the time. And he made the trip to Spokane. I mean, it was like the city shut down because Spokane, Washington's close to Seattle or close enough to Seattle in the mm-hmm. same state. And it was just an insane amount of people buying jerseys and concessions. And for small town minor league baseball teams, so much of that community engagement comes from these moments where you have a big named player getting an opportunity to play in front of the fans and the fans love that. So although I, you know, it's hard for someone like us to kind of sit there and watch Fernando Tatis doing well in minor (laughs) leagues and being like, Oh, come on, man. I mean, I hate to see it, but I can imagine that if you are a Padres fan, yeah, that that's real, a really exciting person to see come through. It is. And, and for a lot of, and for, you know, a place like Albuquerque where you're not getting to watch those guys, you have to travel to go watch major league baseball games Mm -hmm. or a player like that play. Um, it's super cool to see that in a much smaller environment. Yeah. Um, and so that's really fun. Um, and it's it's something that means a lot to a lot of the minor league teams. So yeah. I think it's cool. And they're in uh, they're in El Paso right now. So like El Paso, especially so far away yeah. from any major mm-hmm. league team. Exactly. They're really exactly. out there. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing where it's like, you know, in a place like that, El Paso, Albuquerque, Spokane, Washington, where you're kind of you're having to just follow other teams, mm-hmm. uh, major league teams. When you get to see a player of that caliber come and play in front of your team, your home team, mm-hmm. um, that's really that's really fun. Yeah, I think the um, uh, we had a couple of re- really good rehab assignments come through when I was in Hartford, but like the one that was an absolute showstopper was Tim Tebow. Yeah, who yeah. It wasn't even very good, no, but no. just so famous. And he was there for so long, right? I mean, like, he, he was in the minor leagues for such a long time, but good Lord. Oh, my God. But, like, people, what I did a story on it for my news station, and, like, there was a girl who was like, oh, yeah, I drove here from Florida. I'm yeah. like, you did what? Yeah, yeah, like, wow. Impressive. Yeah, no. And uh, Manny Ramirez, he was talking about, you know, as, yeah. as, as, as Sushan was using that as an example of like Manny Ramirez coming down to the minor leagues to do his his um, rehab assignment. And, you know, it's just it's cool to see guys that you wouldn't normally see at that level. And it is kind of fun because usually the guys are doing pretty well against, yeah. you know, some of that pitching. And, um, you know, if Tatis had what, eight RBIs in the game? Eight RBI. Yeah. We're, we're actually, we're not an RBIs family here. We're an RSBI family here. RSBI. Yes. No, yes. just RSBI. RSBI. Okay. Okay. RSBI. <laughs> Cause it's runs that, batted that's in. That's good. Not I, okay, run I'm, batted in. Uh, yeah. That's, I've never thought of it that way. I've, <laughs> I appreciate that. That's good. I'm yes. going to Okay. That. So now we're all on the I'm same part of the page. family now. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like that kind of stuff. So cool. And it's just, it brings a lot of money in um, too to these, these smaller minor league teams that mm-hmm. just want to put, you know, fans in the stands. So. Yeah. And Tatis played all nine innings. Yeah. Which yeah. yeah is not usual. It's not typical for a rehab assignment. No. And I didn't know that there was a cap on 15 games um, for, you know, um, steroid, you know, PED, mm-hmm. um, rehab assignments. So that's interesting. I, I actually learned a lot from that interview. So that was yeah, good. no, good, good. I'm glad that there's a cap on it. He can't just be like playing a whole minor league season yeah, until yeah. the suspension is over. Yep. Yep. You get, you get some games. Cause you know, he was also saying, it's like, what do you expect? Like these guys aren't just going to sit around and it's like, 
well, you also just couldn't, you could just choose to not do PEDs in the first place. And yeah, that would exactly. have saved you the hassle of having to do a rehab assignment. Um, you made that choice. And I personally think, there are consequences think, I think for you those should, actions. Exactly. I think you should sit it out and continue to think about what you've done. <laughs> yes. And then when your suspension is up, you can go do your rehab assignment. Yeah, you get like the A-Rod timeout of like, you messed up, you need to go sit sit in the corner and think about your actions, mm-hmm. and then you can come back and be good again. You know, yes. and like, that's okay. That is, so. that are the, these are our opinions here. True. These, this is how we feel about it. Yes. Also, like, I don't want to see Fernando Tatis doing great. No, we don't. No, we don't. The <laughs> we Padres don't are good that. enough as they are, although the Rockies <laughs> seem to do a good job against the Padres, no matter who they have. So we're going to go with that. We only split the series. I love watching Padres Twitter absolutely implode, though, over the Rockies. Like, why can't we ever beat the Rockies? It was like the first two games of the season, too. I mean, just like if there are games that you really want to win early in the year, it's the the first game, at least. Mm -hmm. You know, it's rough to lose to the Rockies in the first game of the year. Yeah. Well, we'll take it. We'll take it. I'll take it. They've, they've got all season. They'll, yeah. they'll be fine. I'm really not worried about them. No, no, <laughs> not at all. No. Um, okay. So one more thing before we close out the show, we have, um, there's a new member of the AT&T Sportsnet broadcast team covering the Rockies here, but, um, uh, Ryan LaVarnway. So he was a, he was a catcher for like, I mean, he described it as basically every team, but the Rockies, he played for so many different teams. Um, but he's new to the broadcasts. He's been kind of introduced to viewers gradually over the past mm-hmm. couple of games. Great dude though. Such a great dude. That's cool. Um, but yeah, got a chance to chat with him. We've been getting to know him, but Alyssa, are we ready to roll that interview? Yeah. Sound and all. Sound and all. I love it. All right, um, here's our chat with Ryan LaVarnway. All right, joining the pod now, Ryan LaVarnway, the newest member of the AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain Broadcasts. Yes. How are you enjoying your time so far? It's been really fun. Everyone's been super nice and welcoming, and it's it's like a new adventure for me, even though it's it's still baseball, and I've talked about baseball my whole life. Doing it on live TV, I feel the same rush of... Uh, competitive and trying to compete uh, when it matters, just like when I was playing. Yeah, and that wasn't that your your playing career was not that long ago. I think when I met you at the pre uh, opening day event at the park, you were like, "Yeah, I retired two weeks ago." <laughs> yeah, it's only been a couple of weeks, and uh, and now I've had three days in the in the pre post booth, and I got my first experience in the play by play room yesterday. So. Uh, First of all, how was it? How did you like it? Uh, I felt like I was on an alien planet, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I grew up a Dodger fan, and Vin Scully, you know, the best to ever do it. Every day, I mean, I, I've watched thousands of baseball games and, and played in, I don't know how many, hundreds of baseball games, but mm-hmm. being in the booth was a totally different experience. Yeah. Um, uh, was there a point in your playing career where you were like, you know what, I think I could go into broadcasting after I'm done doing this? No, there was a point in my career where I, I thought I didn't want to be a lifer in the game. Uh, something about like my self-definition of what being a successful person would look like. And then uh, I got out of the game a little bit during the off seasons and actually sold mortgages um, locally here, which was a, a little uh, ter- left turn. Uh, and, and then, you know what, I fell back in love with the game. And I, I you know, I've, I've, the game has been one of my first love, my first love and, until I you know, met my wife and my daughter. So. I'm glad to be able to do it. Uh, when I watch the World Series and, and I, I make an offhand comment to my wife and then John Smoltz says it on TV five seconds later, I was like, oh, maybe maybe I know what I'm talking about. Oh, I love that. So wait, you did real estate for a couple of months and you're like, nah, I got to get back into baseball. A couple years. A couple years, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I, uh, I was I, during COVID, I thought maybe my career might be over. You, you, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And I, I took a bunch of meetings around town, like you network just like you know anyone would do. and. 
And the guy that ended up being my boss, like really sold me on like, this is the perfect time to get into the mortgage industry. And this was two years ago and now not so much. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, no, I'm I'm really, really, really grateful for the opportunity to, to work for a hometown team where I've lived for the last 11 years, but it's a team that I never played for, even though I played for almost half of the other ones. I was going to say, yeah, you've played for so many teams. None of them are the Colorado Rockies. Uh, what was your favorite place that you played? What's up there in, on the list? Uh, well, Fenway Park and, and Wrigley Field have to be in a class of their own. It's not really fair, mm-hmm. you know, the history there. And it's, it's there's, those places just are significant. The air smells different. You can feel it. Uh, beyond those two, I always loved Camden Yards. I yeah. loved Great American Park in, in Cincinnati, and I had my best game ever there. Uh, and Seattle, where the, the team's heading next. Nice. What, what to you makes the best game ever? Uh, well, it, for me, it was the difference in how low I was the day before. I had got released. I was playing in AAA with the Yankees. I got released, and I ended up in the big leagues with the Reds the next day somehow and had the best game of my career. Uh, I broke the Reds' franchise debut record for RBIs, and it just the, the life change that happened in that 24 hours, that'll go down for me as one of the best days of my career. That is what a wild ride that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about your family's Denver connection because you mentioned you spent a lot of time here, but you're not you're a Southern California guy, right? Yeah, I grew up in, in LA County. My wife grew up here in Colorado. She went to Cherry Creek High School and we moved back here in, in 2012. So I've spent every winter here uh, for the last 11 years. Since I've been here, I've always tried to sign with the Rockies in the offseason. Every, every year when I was calling my agent, because I changed teams every year since 2014, I didn't have spring training with the same team once. And every year I was like, do the Rockies need a catcher? And every year my agent was like, no, not really. Uh, so I, I appreciate how the city loves the team. The city always supports the team. Uh, and I wanted to be involved with this organization more than any other team and and when i knew i was going to retire after the wbc but i wasn't ready to announce that publicly yet the rockies are the only team that i talked to and i let you know i talked to the front office about maybe doing something in the front office i talked to spilly about trying to get involved with with the broadcast team and and well before i was ready to announce it to anyone else Um, uh, what are you most looking forward to this season uh, well, Nolan Jones just got called up today. He is a former teammate of mine. I could not be happier for him because he's such a great kid. And I hope that he can put together some consistent at-bats like he did when I played with him because he he's fun to watch. He gets on base. He doesn't swing at bad pitches. Um, and he, he views the game very differently than I ever did from an offensive perspective. So I'm really excited to, to see him hopefully have a lot of success. And there's, there's some other players on this team that I've played with or worked out with in the offseason for years Daniel Bard I played with in Boston, oh my gosh. Uh, Ty Block and, and Pierce Johnson are guys that I catch their bullpens in the offseason, and I'll probably continue to catch their bullpens in the offseason <laughs> just, just to stay in shape and help them out, but uh, it's, it's great to see some familiar faces, and I'm excited to get to know the rest of the guys. You've got a lot of friends in the building. I love this for you. <laughs> it's, it's great to know people, I guess. Hey, well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining the pod. I appreciate it. Best of luck this season. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, okay, so I, we were talking offline during that interview, but I asked Christian, I'm like, okay, like when you're watching baseball games, do you do that thing where the broadcaster will yeah. say the thing that you just said in passing to your wife? I, I call it the like Tony Romo of, of, you know, watching a game from home because Tony Romo, you know, football, he would always call right. the play before it happened. I will call what a broadcaster will say before the <laughs> broadcaster says it. That's a, a different one. But my, my wife, Marissa, she actually does it more than I do. And it's only when we're watching basketball because mm-hmm. she played college basketball. And uh, so we'll be watching a basketball game and she'll be like, oh, that's a blah, blah, blah play. Or they're going to do this or they're going to say that. And 
it's like always right on the money. So we got to get Marissa doing some broadcasting. That's actually how we met. She was my uh, color analyst when we were doing college basketball together. So she used to. I feel like she leaves out the color analyst part because I've never heard that piece of the story. Yeah, no. So we she she produced for me, and then uh, and then when I was doing play by play for our uh, Western State Colorado University <laughs> up in the mountains and <laughs> the Armac, um, she was doing uh, color for our women's and men's basketball. What can't she do? I, I right, I know she's incredible. This is a Marissa Saez fan show. It is, it is. That's how we that's how we end every show, right? And yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I like to like live every day. Yeah. Um, uh, I uh, loved that conversation. Um, also the thing I love, so you, you're a Washington state dude. Yes. You have so many families going to be at this Rockies Mariners series. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a, I guess now a rivalry since I'm in Colorado and, uh, and can say that I'm a Rockies fan and my family is Mariner fans. Um, yeah, my, my cousin's going to the game tonight. So that was cool. That will be cool. Hopefully she'll get to see a Rockies win. And then my mom's going to the game on Sunday. So uh, the whole family, it's its rare when the Rockies play in Seattle. So rare. Um, it's like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's its cross-division play. And mm-hmm. so you, you see it once every few years, usually. Um, so when the Rockies get the chance to play in Seattle, we'll go. When the Mariners come to, to Colorado... I will definitely be at those games rooting for the Rockies though. Yeah. Um, cause I never Thank really, you. I never really got on board with the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I, I technically came from a giant's household. Yeah. So the Mariners are just like a fun game to go to, but, it's uh, it's a great park. It is a good, it is a good park. You can eat some crickets. You I was going to say, do you eat out. the crickets? Um, I've tried them. Yeah. I've tried them with friends. I, I don't consistently great. eat them. They're great. Yeah. They're good snacking food. I think it's a great snack. Yeah. I put protein. them on my nachos. Lots of protein. <laughs> yeah. A lot of crunch. Too yeah, much it's crunch. crunchy. It's so fun. Too Alyssa, would crunch. you try the crickets? I did do cricket mexican. Oh. oh like, yeah. like a real... Like, Our girl. Let's hmm, go. Nice. That's awesome. Wow. I, I had never heard of it until... She, until, she was drunk. <laughs> I, I had never heard of it until until the Mariners. So I didn't know it was a thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I could hear some of the TV people saying, like, I don't want to eat one. Are you yeah, they eat all one? did it. I don't want to eat one. They, they, all the broadcasters tried it, and um, I'm hoping that the it's broadcasters for, you know... It's weird to not try it. You kind of have to. That's what I mean. Like, I tried it. I know I tried it. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. I thought it was lovely. Yeah. I thought it was delicious. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. We're going to end the show on that note. Um, Try some crickets. We are, yeah, try the crickets. uh, But if you're not in Seattle for the game, uh, follow along with us at DNVR underscore Rockies. We keep you posted on all of the updates every single game. Um, because that is our passion and our livelihood. Uh, Christian, where can we follow you? On Twitter, at CJJ Saez. Perfect. That's it. Perfect. That's where I am. And you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Um, and Christian, you know what we say about me closing out a show? I still haven't figured it out. I, I don't know how to do it, but Patrick and I will be back together on Sunday to break down this whole Seattle series. So we will talk to you post game Sunday evening.